Welcome to NFT Heat. We're bringing the top NFT thought leaders straight to you. If there's something you enjoyed on this episode, and we really hope you did, please take a screenshot of the episode and make sure to tag us on Twitter at NFT Heat. We really appreciate your support and you are the only reason we're growing. So to help us, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll then give your review a shout out on a future episode. Welcome to NFT Heat. Whether you're inside the industry or new to the NFT space or an NFT OG, we're going to provide you with necessary NFT alpha to crush. We're bringing the top guests and deep dive in how NFTs will transform the metaverse, DeFi, and social tokens. I'm Justin Shankro, the king of alpha. John? Sure. I don't care anymore. John says it's okay, <laughs> then it's okay. He doesn't even care at this point. Prince, king, whatever. <laughs> I'm here with my stellar co-host. As you know, by the way, I was a child actor. Then I went to Stanford. Now I'm an NFT entrepreneur. Who isn't at this point? And I'm here with my stellar co-host, John Kraske, who was running the design world in New York City. And now he's an NFT and metaverse entrepreneur, crushing it. He's in the trenches every day learning, growing, and seeking alpha starting at 4 a.m. You'll know from his post on LinkedIn, which he's crushing. All right, what is happening today in the NFT space, John? Well, we have Sandra coming back, our second two-time guest, which is super exciting. Huge. First one was Brianna Fay. Brianna, which we love, yep. and Sandra, second one coming back for a second time. This is a massive. Yeah, a lot of exciting uh, new developments in her world, so we're going to talk about that today. Is there going to be alpha? Lots. Well, if there's alpha, then I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Super pumped. We have Sandra coming back. Sandra H., she's one of the brightest minds in the NFT and metaverse space. She's a returning guest, as we talked about, two times. Super pumped. And she's a futurist at Zillica. We're going to get into all that good stuff, plus what's happened since the last time she was on NFT Heat. So, welcome to NFT Heat, Sandra. Hey guys, how are you? So good to be back. Loving the new look. <laughs> we're loving it too. We are loving it too. Thank M- you. M- much better than the dark closets that Justin and I were in before. So. We, don't, we don't even like talking about that anymore. It like scares us. I, I so guess you brought enough heat to afford this, which is always good. <laughs> we love it. So Sandra, you're back. This is your second time on the show. You already know we go right into a five question lightning round to provide alpha to our listeners. John, what's the first question for Sandra. Well, Sandra, you have to tell us about Metopolis. I actually was at the Metopolis launch party at Miami NFT yeah. Week a few weeks ago. So tell us all about it. Okay, so Metopolis is the first metaverse as a service platform built on a world-renowned technology stack and powered by leading Elmo blockchain, Zilliqa, giving you a data-centric and fully customizable XR experience accessible through web, AR, and VR. We have a vision of bridging the gap between the physical and the digital and building out the next iteration of the internet. Now, I know that probably sounds scripted, but trust me, I say that over 60 times a day, so I have it (laughs) memorized. (laughs) I can recite it backwards, so. (laughs) That's so cool. All right, well, next question, Sandra. Why should people care about the metaverse? You know, the metaverse is actually going to be the next frontier in how we interact and we engage with each other. We had Web 1, Web 2, and now something in Web 3 needs to bring NFTs, strategy, fan tokens, new digital economies, and that new layer of the creator economy engagement together. And I truly believe it's going to be the metaverse. So definitely care about it. 
Love it, love it. This okay. is lightning. This, this is, is lightning. lightning. All right, this is kind of a dumb question, Sandra, but what is your favorite blockchain? You know, it starts with a Z. Um, <laughs> it starts with a Z and ends with an Ilica. So I'm going to have to say Zilica for sure. Is the middle part ill? <laughs> That's great. That is great. Okay. Favorite Discord. You know, I, actually, I have quite a couple of favorite Discords, but I have to say one of them is, well, it's it's called the, the, the Avatar Standard. And you discuss avatars. <laughs> uh, I don't know if many people know about it, but it's it's actually pretty cool and pretty interesting. So I, I definitely love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Fifth and final question, Sandra. What do you say to people who say NFTs are just JPEGs? You know, I think I think there are two ways to approach this question, right? I, I need to approach it from a mainstream perspective, which is there not enough education is actually being put out there for people to understand the true value of NFTs. And the second question, the second answer, sorry, would be more towards the, the people in the Web3 space, which is what is the utility and the strategy that you are putting to your NFT to not let the other people say it is just a JPEG. So it kind of goes both ways, you know, but NFTs definitely are the future of Web3, for sure. You love that. Oh, you love that's that. it. You, this is music to my ears, Sandra. This is some, <laughs> that's already so much alpha you brought just in the lightning round. How many points out of 10, John, does Sandra get? I mean, we, we've given a, a 7 billion, a 7 billion and one. We've given a 10 <laughs> billion. I don't know, 10 billion and one? 10 billion and one. <laughs> Highest score of all time. I mean, it only makes sense. Two timing, returning guests, futurists, running Zillica, running the metaverse. 10 billion and one points. That is crushing it. Thank you, Sandra. You brought the heat. And now John's going to have us go a little bit deeper into questions. But first, I want to ask how you got into Zillica. And can you also update us about what Zillica has done since you were first on the podcast? Just a reminder for our listeners, you were back on the podcast in October 2021. Yeah. Here we are, mid 2022, and wow, the NFT metaverse space has changed so much. What are the updates? Okay, so I, I first joined Zillica. Actually, I joined Zillica by well, I wouldn't say by mistake, but it was funny how it kind of all came together because I was already part of the community. I'd been following Zillica since they did their initial ICO, um, and I was part of the community. And then just by chance, one day I ended up kind of speaking to someone from the core team, and then it kind of just happened. So I guess you could call it luck or call it destiny. I don't know, <laughs> but it just merged together and happened. Since last I was on the podcast, I believe we were mostly talking about the NFT space, and I mentioned Rialto, uh, which is a marketplace that we're launching. Mm -hmm. Since then, Zilliqa and Metapolis have definitely grown a lot. You know, I ended up meeting John in Miami through our launch event that happened with Metapolis, which was amazing. Justin, you were missed, um, but we can invite you to the next event and I'm sure you'll try and make it. Yes. So since then, we've launched the metaverse. We've ventured into the DeFi space way more powerful than we had previously been in regards to the new team members we have joining. We've expanded the team massively. We're now, you know, across DeFi, NFTs, Metaverse. Uh, we're pretty much the go-to for esports and gaming. I would say we have up to five, five or four partners within esports, and definitely growing with that. And there's a lot happening on the gaming front as well. So, I would say that there's definitely a lot happening in Zilliqa and in Metapolis for sure to put into, you know, one one answer. Love it, love it. So when people talk about metaverses, a lot of times they talk about Sandbox, Decentraland. Those are the kind of the big names in the space right now. If a brand's looking to get into the metaverse, why should they come and look at Zillica as opposed to those? 
You know, that's a very good question. Um, another one of these questions I get asked on the daily. So if this answer sounds rehearsed, it's definitely not. <laughs> um, if you look at what the central end and the sandbox are doing, right, they are building the gamified metaverse. So they are more gamified worlds where you enter and you kind of, you know, you, you can move around, you can engage, but it's not to the limit where you would expect a metaverse or the next internet to be. What we're doing with Metapolis is we are taking that and we are pretty much bringing it to mainstream. So brands, individuals are able to enter the next iteration of the internet again into what your digital avatar would actually mean to resemble you in the metaverse and to actually move around. So let me explain that in maybe a more easier way. You have a car, probably I have a car. Cars are amazing, right? They get us from point A to point B, but that doesn't mean I'm not building a car and doesn't mean you're not building a car because there are people who are actually you know, good at building cars. This is why we've built a metaverse as a service because if we have multiple metaverses, then the barrier to entry and that movement from blockchain to blockchain and avatar to avatar is going to be pretty difficult for us to get from point A to point B. So if you look at Metapolis, we work on the concept of us building cities, meaning you can have your own digital economy and your own world and move within them. So you don't have to change from wallet to wallet, to blockchain, to blockchain, to so on and so forth. Um, and that's why I think Metapolis is pretty awesome. <laughs> Let's wow. go. Let's go Metapolis. I mean, that did sound rehearsed, but it was so <laughs> perfectly said. Sandra, you may have to coach John and I on the podcast a little bit because your answers are just dynamite. <laughs> it's great. All right. So I saw on your website, you can actually launch a token on Zillica in like just a few easy steps. Pretty cool. So can you talk to us a little bit about why someone would want to launch their own token and that, and can you walk us through that process of how to do it on Zillica? Definitely. So, you know, launching, launching your own token, I mean, I, I probably wouldn't launch a Sandra token, um, <laughs> but if you're a brand or if you're, if you're a celebrity or if you're an influencer and you have a large following or you're pretty good at engaging the community, even if you want to build kind of like a loyalty program, right? Launching a token makes sense because it builds into the digital economy you can build around it. Uh, I would advise that anyone who is thinking of building or launching, sorry, their own token builds a strong strategy behind it to ensure that the community does have a reason to actually want to own it and to use it. I think we notice in the space that sometimes people jump on the hype or the excitement without actually paying attention to the utility that a certain function or a certain asset can bring. And that generally leads to a downside in community engagement. So. Launching a token, definitely good if you want to build your own digital economy and engage with your end user, know how you want to do it. And you can do it on Zillica, like you said, very easy. You come in, you get in contact with us, we guide you, we support you, and then just like that, you're online. <laughs> wow, wow. Amazing. Sandra's crushing it again. Killing it. Crushing it. it. Bringing the heat. So, Sandra. What does 2023 look like for NFTs in the metaverse? Obviously, NFTs right now having a really rough time the last few days, but uh, I assume that this is a baby hiccup on uh, the path to greatness for the metaverse and NFTs. You know, I, I think I think we still haven't fully dived into what NFTs can actually do across verticals and across industries. I think we're still very much in the beginning of that phase because not a lot of people are starting to expand onto how they can implement them, not only in the metaverse, but in their industry as well. So if you look at luxury, if you look at health and wellness, if you look at, um, if you look at finance, any, any industry you kind of want to look at, NFTs play a part, whether it's from provenance to certificates of authentication 
to loyalty programs, to VIP access cards, to, you know, it, it's kind of endless what you can do with them. I think that the more we progress in building out what the metaverse would look like, and the more we understand the actual utility that can be attached to NFTs, the more that merging of, of strength will make sense to people. And I really do believe that the industry we have right now, people kind of need to look past seeing NFTs as purely PFPs or just, you know, assets to own. They also need to play a part in why would I want to own it and what value does it bring to me? What does it unlock? And brands need to understand that as well. You know, having someone purchase an NFT to unlock purchasing another NFT doesn't really add much value. It's like when you go to McDonald's and they say, if you buy a burger, you can get four free nuggets. Uh, I see the appeal, but I'm probably not going to do it all the time, <laughs> right? So when it comes to NFTs, definitely add utility to it because that will pave the way into the functionalities that your end user will be able to engage with in the metaverse that you, you want to build and bring on to the market. Incredible. Amazing. So Sandra, as a leader in Web3, what advice do you have to us and to our listeners so that we can onboard more women into the space? I love seeing more women, more, sorry, more women enter the, the blockchain space. And to be honest, I've had quite a large influx of women reaching out to me for, you know, support and advice in entering the space. I think one of the best things we can do is actually, if you are in a position where you can connect or give guidance, do so. Um, I know everyone has a busy schedule, but sometimes just a quick read through what they actually are after and being able to connect them or guide them in a certain direction can really pivot how they function in Web3 and with the creator economy. Uh, I, don't, I don't view women entering the space being a barrier. I think to me it's more what do women want to do in the space. And the more they can define what role they want to take, then the easier it will become to be able to guide them to get from point A to point B in their career. And that to me is a beautiful thing because, you know, it's, it's all about being open. I think Web3 actually is the only place where everyone, regardless of your background, can make a position for themselves and build an actual career out of what they know and their skills outside of their, outside of their bachelor's degree that they have. You know, I'm seeing a very big number of people being NFT consultants or metaverse architects. And I can assure you there was no course at university that said you're a metaverse <laughs> architect, but it came around to be. So it, it's pretty cool to see how we can each guide each other and support each other on this journey and, you know, just, just be helpful and connect people. That's what I do anyway, so. Love it, love it. So we talk about mass consumer adoption of NFTs in the metaverse a lot on the show. I mean, when you're talking to these brands, what, what, what do you say to them to get them over the hump, to get them in and make a decision to actually go in into NFTs, the metaverse, Web3? You know, funny enough, I was actually writing a LinkedIn post on this before I joined this podcast, so <laughs> <laughs> ties in very nicely. If we look at brands need to survive, they need to adapt or they're going to be left behind. And to be honest, it's kind of getting to that point where they are noticing it as well, because it's very rare. The power right now lies in the community that is being built and in the end user. It's not the other way around anymore. And I think now a lot of industries and a lot of brands are starting to realize that before when they used to have their market that they used to target, it was kind of closed off, right? If you look at luxury, they had, you know, their high net worth individuals, so on and so forth that they were targeting. And that was just one vertical they were able to tap into. Bring in NFTs, the metaverse and Web3, you have your crypto natives and you have your digital natives who are, who probably wouldn't walk into a Gucci store, right? But they would definitely purchase a Gucci NFT and be on the whitelist for it and enter their metaverse. So 
they are starting to understand the need to adapt and to adopt. And that is beautiful. And, you know, Gucci is actually leading the forefront with this. I think I saw a couple of days ago that now they're um, accepting crypto payments in, in some of their stores, which is a massive step forward. I mean, when would we have ever thought that would happen a year or so ago or maybe two years, not a year, two years ago? Actually, yeah, maybe even a year when this was all happening. I don't think anyone thought that we would progress this fast. So Incredible. Sandra, you brought the heat. You brought the alpha. Amazing. Where can we find out more information about you, Zilliqa, and... Metopolis. Metopolis. <laughs> I would direct you all to the social media. So Metopolis is at the Metopolis. Zilliqa is at Zilliqa. And me, I'm Sandra underscore T-L-I-B-E. Twitter and the... You know, obviously the websites as well. That would be the best place to get all the info. Incredible. Incredible. Well, Sandra, that was a sensational episode. Thank you. You came back two times. You brought even more heat this time as John gave you 10 billion and one points, the highest score in the history of NFT heat. Just a landslide. Thank you so much for coming back on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Super fun. Well, as you all know, stay tuned. Next week, we'll have another NFT thought leader popping in with more alpha. In the meantime, continue learning, growing, and seeking alpha. We're NFT Heat. A huge thank you to two of the creative engines behind this show. First, to LaFlex for the super smooth intro and outro music. What you're hearing is the song Love to You off his 2019 album, Flex Appeal. And lastly, a big thank you to Bernardo Rodriguez for the awesome logo for the show. You can check him out on Instagram at Art of Bernardo. Everyone, we just want to give you a massive thank you for listening to NFT Heat. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFT Heat. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week. 